Okay. There we go. Perfect. Ready to go. I feel like it's a lot better. Okay. Hey, what's everyone? Oh, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> what's going on, everyone? This is the Active Recall Podcast. I am Bye. Walter. Oh. Walter and Francis. <laughs> and this is episode four, The Slight Edge. Uh, first, on, first and foremost, what up, Sess? How have you been, man? I've been pretty good. It's been a good week. We've rebranded to Active Recall. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we might talk about that and we might not. Yeah. Oh, good, just the man. week? How's the week going? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you been, man? Fun weekend. Good, happy, yeah, happy Memorial Day. Happy good morning. long weekend. Relaxing. How's your week? Great, dude. I've been... um been busy you know what it's crazy i keep saying that every week that i'm busy but i'm glad i'm busy um i had my graduation party uh you know it's funny i actually had to barbecue and we have a community barbecue pit in our complex and it's so much fun i forgot how much fun that is just to drink a beer and have like music playing while you're barbecuing it's it's really fun um not so much fun when you burn, like, the half side of, of a piece of Korean barbecue. It, it's really sad because uh, I didn't realize how fast it cooked. Also, I didn't realize that closing the lid of the, of the barbecue makes it ten times hotter. <laughs> so I, was, I, I got really worried about that. But um, do you remember that time when we went to San Jose? Or you were at San Jose, but we came to visit you. And we had bar- Korean barbecue. Yes. <laughs> and, and the lady that was helping us, instead of uh, us cooking, she cooked it for us. <laughs> yeah, and it had all of their vents were broken. Were broken, right. So, they- <laughs> so it was like really hot. Yeah. So I just remembered that just because um, I th- thought cooking was going to be easy. <laughs> cooking Korean barbecue was going to be easy. Anyways, um, did that, did a photo shoot with my friends. I'm editing their shots right now. Um, we had that. We went to Balboa Park. Um, I actually working on a video right now with, uh, another, uh, one of my clients. Um, I learned a new trick this week and it was a, <laughs> I got it from the scene from Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the Fellowship of the Ring. And it's the one where, uh, Frodo, and Sam are in the forest after leaving the Shire. And Frodo looks out to the distance and he's feeling one of the ring, uh, ring wraiths and it's nearby. So what happens is the, the scene he's looking at warps the, the foreground and the background. And it's, it's basically the shot where the camera moves forward and the object is focused and it stays focused, giving that warped effect. <laughs> and, I finally learned that. So is it... I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, I actually... I learned that, and I figured it out on one of my scenes. But I don't think anyone's going to notice that. <laughs> is it? Is it the same as where you zoom in, but you're walking forward? Or is it your zoom out, and you walk forward? Right, exactly. That's exactly it. Um, But see, with my... The problem with my camera is that I can't zoom because I have a fast prime lens. Okay. And 
and I had all I could do is just move forward or backward. But then in edit, in post edit, I could actually zoom in while I'm moving back, kind of deal. That's I learned that through <laughs> on editing. It was actually it it looked so sick. It looked so sick. I can't wait to use it. I can't wait to see it. Also, oh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for specifying that it is Fellowship of the Ring. I would have been <laughs> confused about... <laughs> 2001. <laughs> I would have worked backwards and watched Two Towers trying to find it. <laughs> uh, that's so good, man. Hey, so... Um, what were you oh, yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to share, like, one quick story from the week. Um, right, and right. I guess is like, a lot shorter. There was this guy. I was walking to work, and... There's a guy walking, and he had, I think they're like a paint marker, you know, want to get up around the city, just, uh, you know, tagging things. Yeah. And there's probably a dozen people standing on a corner, and there's like a an electronic bus sign. Just, it shows when the bus is coming. And then he starts drawing on it, you know, writing his name. And then so some older guy is like, hey! What happened? And then <laughs> the, the graffiti guy just looks at him and then he says, uh, "Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why." That's and then, so crazy. <laughs> I happened to be uh, walking behind him, and he just was doing it to every bus sign. No, oh, no fear. I guess that's you know, uh, pretty yeah. badass. So, so he's yeah, you yeah. know, you don't care. You're just tagging the city. But the thing is, he had a full umbrella with him, so I just felt like what <laughs> you're not scared of the <laughs> scared of a little rain, but not scared of anything yeah. else. Anyway, okay, <laughs> that's so good, man. That's so good. Okay, um, <laughs> all right. So today we, or right, actually this week, we are talking about the slight edge. Um, Sess actually sent me this book by Jeff Olson. Uh, about a year ago, almost more than a year actually. Now that I think about it, um, I think uh, he he was starting to give me some more help with website development. Yeah, it was more than a year ago, and he sent me this book. And at first, I was like, "Hey, cool! It's a it's a self help book. I wonder what this is all about." And he's like, "It's you have to read it, and you have to incorporate it in your life." So <laughs> that's this is the thing we're going to be talking about. Um, the slight edge and what it is really. So, uh, if you if if, if we're going to start this, basically the slight edge is a is a way of thinking. Um, it's it's how you motivate yourself, or and how to motivate yourself is you have to do small, simple disciplines, like types of tiny habits that you have to start and keep at it. Um, I think that's. I think that's my way of thinking about slight edge in my terms. Uh, Sess, what do you think? Yeah, this is the one. Okay. So to prepare for this week's episode, I listened to a different book because there's no audiobook version of the slight edge. Mm. So I listened to the compound effect and oh, they're, they're yeah. and they're kind of the same book, uh, which is a weird thing to say, like, but I think one is the mentor of the other. But this is the book that, uh, does it start with, 
he tells two stories of two different guys and if one makes the right decisions and one makes the wrong ones yeah and the twist is he's talking about himself and he's both of the people right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah That's spoiler exactly. alert but yes <laughs> my blown plot twist yeah it, um he talked about that and he also talked about the like the two frogs that are inside like a bucket of Right, <laughs> it churns butter or something. Yeah, it churns yeah. butter. <laughs> yeah, story too. <laughs> yeah, no, I I do like the uh, thinking behind it is just small things every day will eventually lead to big changes in your life, and you can't make a big change in your life by it, it's that idea uh, kind of you can't work out for eight hours a day. Exactly. It you know you have to do it every. Think about it like every day or a few times a week, and then it will add up. But this is even smaller than that. Yeah, this is way smaller, right. and definitely this this is both me and Seth. We we actually incorporated this the slight edge in our lives, and it it, it kind of escalated over the years. It actually helped us with like um, three major aspects of our life, and but then it could happen for anything else. Uh, but first, let's go. Let's go break it down first. So, the uh, we're gonna go through the overview. And oh man, so this is good. This is what's gonna be doing. So, with the slight edge, you kind of have to achieve a goal. This is like number. This is a. This is a pretty big one. Um, by achieving a goal, you have to have some sort of motivation to keep at that goal, right? Uh, and then there's three things to do with achieving a goal that I learned from Slide Edge. So number one is to write it down. You basically have to give a clear description and when it should be done. So if you want to use an example, it's like losing weight. Um, you have to, like, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, let's say, oh, geez, I don't know. Uh, let's say breaking it down. Um, yeah, okay, so that's the big goal. Um, I do want to lose 10 pounds, so... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> the the To write down you want to lose 10 pounds is a pretty big goal, but you can't just say, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds, and then by what, end of the month, you lose 10 pounds. That's it's like very scary to do that. Um, but what it's going to be a breakdown. Um, number two, you have to keep looking at that every day. So you keep your mind occupied on that same goal of whatever you wrote that down or just keeping it in your mind, in the back of your mind, if you say. And number three is to start with a plan. This is the big one. Um, so you can't say, I'm losing 10 pounds before Jason's wedding. <laughs> but you can't do that unless you uh, have a set plan, which is cool. So it's like saying, all right, I'm going to lose a half a pound this week or I'm going to lose a quarter of a pound this week and work my way up. And this is that allows you to make that goal more achievable. Um what's a good example from you says? Well, just getting back to that example of losing weight. Okay. So, if you if you think of your friends that are the most in shape well we kind of have the same friends but <laughs> to the listeners if you uh, <laughs> if you think about your friends that are the most in shape 
they are not the ones that started on January 1st. And, you know, they they didn't just work out for two weeks (laughs) and then maintain it from there. They're probably your friends that work out regularly, make good food choices day in and day out. They know how to, yeah, it's just this idea of how you do anything is how you do everything. So you, yeah, you, all of the things, all of the small decisions that you make in the day add up and yeah, I'm trying to lose weight right now. So I have, yeah, I have a goal in mind and then. It's those things. Yeah, I do think about it every day. I have a plan, <laughs> and uh, and it is kind of it is like literally try to lose this much weight by wedding season. <laughs> so, oh wow, that's so yeah. good. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's, that's so neat. Wait, and do it, you have more than one wedding been, to go to? Are you going to? Yeah, there's there's a couple. So sweet um and so amazing i haven't been (laughs) yeah yeah and (laughs) the bad thing is i wrote down 12 weeks ago this 12 week plan and i'm on week 12 right now and my weight is the same so (laughs) (laughs) we can look at that and just see the kind of like the small the small decisions that i made along the way and how i can change it And, and luckily there's still time to make those changes and improve things but yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's great. Um, but like going back to what Seth was saying, these are the habits, all right? So he's making choices every day, and he's actually that's the great thing is that he's being more mindful of his everyday choices. This is this is the slight edge is if you could be mindful of what you're doing, uh, the goal is a lot more attainable. Uh, so that's what it is. So you have to find a habit that will serve you instead of using it against you. That's the, that's the, um, it's making the choice over a habit. So your everyday action is by choice. So let's say you go to, I don't know, you go to Starbucks and you see, you know, you want a caramel macchiato upside down, whatever. It's like ice. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Frappuccino. That's like the, it's like 800 calories. But if you get that, that's, you know, that's, you're being, you're not being mindful. You're just, you're just not, you're not doing what you want to obtain. So. I had one on Saturday. I had, <laughs> st- <laughs> I had a strawberries and cream frappuccino. Was it so good, dude? Yeah, it's good. It's delicious. And Dang it. Okay, keep that's going. So Sorry. Okay, I, no worries. That's cool. That's totally fine. So yeah, that's exactly it makes your it makes your choices harder when you know doing that is going to hurt you in the long run. So it's these small choices that you're doing is going to lead up to the end goal, which is the long term goal versus the short term goal. And there's these seven habits from Slide Edge. And we're just going to go through them all the way and then we'll, you know, we're going to incorporate this. So we have, there's seven habits. The number one is show up. That's, that's pretty big. Uh, second one is show up consistently. We'll talk about this in just a second. Uh, number three is to cultivate a positive outlook. Four, 
be committed for the long haul. So this go went back, you know, the long-term goal versus the short-term. Number five, cultivate a burning desire <laughs> backed by faith. Uh, number six, be willing to pay the price, which is sacrifice. And number seven is practice integrity. So meaning it's um, doing the things that you have to do, commit to what you're doing, even when nobody around you is watching. That's These are the seven habits, all right? Um, going back, so showing up, showing up consistently, those kind of play well together. It's kind of like, kind of like going to work every day. Um, I actually got, it's, I'm not, I'm trying not to bump my gums and have a big head, but I got praised <laughs> for showing up to work, going to be, uh, going at, to work every day at eight o'clock in the morning consistently for like a good, more than a year and, and, and I got praise for that. That's just me saying, hey, I have to get ready for work. I should leave the house by 7.30, the latest 7.40. Any other time, I'm screwed. That's, it took me a while, <laughs> but I got used to it and it got easier. And now, um, another thing is showing up to this podcast. I have to wake up at 4.45 a.m. and then just... Sh- and, you know, even though this is the fourth episode, it's a lot easier now that I have a mindset to show up with Sess and not let Sess down. That's And have have the biggest goal of Love. maintaining this. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of there's that I've seen different versions of the list, but it's just things that require zero talent and it's like. Being on, being on time, having a positive attitude, things like that. And that's kind of what Slight Edge is about, is doing these small things that, uh, done individually, don't really require that much effort. But, again, over time it adds up. So, I recently read, it's called Make Your Bed. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> it's not a children's book. It's by um <laughs> Oh wait, I yeah, think it's on think YouTube heard. with the uh soldier soldiers. The uh, like was he like Admiral. a master chief? Yeah, there Admiral, sorry, sorry. Um Admiral William H. McR- McRaven. Yeah. And he gave the book is based on I think his University of Texas commencement speech, but it is just the idea of making your bed first thing in the morning, and this is a small habit, and it's just a tiny habit that adds up over time, and it's like, well, <laughs> in a different way, where like if you work to eat right um, every day, then you'll eventually lose 10 pounds, but it's not like if you make your bed every day, then you're... <laughs> Your bed's gonna look like <laughs> you can't upgrade your bed really, right? So, but it's a different thing. It just um, it's a small habit, and it gives you that sense of accomplishment first thing in the morning. And having that sense of accomplishment kind of drives the rest of your day. And then, if you have that consecutively, consecutively, then that adds up and just gives you kind of this foundation to work with. That's so good. You know, yeah. I remember that that speech. The only reason that the only 
part of that speech that stuck to me was when he said that even if you have like the worst day or the bad day, at least you have a bed that's <laughs> that's fixed for you, ready to lie down on. I was like, that's so smart. <laughs> yeah, so good. Uh, so, all right, so uh, go go for it. Oh yeah, I was just saying. I so <laughs> I've been trying. I've been making the bed. I just yeah, it looks great. Yeah, which which mostly just means you know, uh, just doing the thing to the comforter, just uh, <laughs> like just waving it. it. <laughs> yeah, just doing a couple of flaps to make sure that yeah. it goes over the bed. Yeah, yeah. And no, it's and I I made the bed one time before, actually before I went to California, and. You know, it takes maybe 10 seconds, 15 seconds. And when I came back from my flight, I I was in an Uber for an hour and a half, literally, because there was traffic on that night. And oh. just super, super zonked by the time I got home. Yeah. But got home, my bed was made. Great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> the best feeling yeah. ever. <laughs> awesome, man. All right. So now we're going to go over how we incorporate the slight edge in our life, all right? Um, and we have we wrote down like three big aspects of it. Uh, number one, it's fitness. Number two, relationships. And number three is career. It, these aren't in order, so it's not like, oh, number one in my life is fitness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, um, but these are the three things that we incorporated, the slight edge. Um, so for me, when it came down to fitness, um, it was... It I don't have a lot of time over the week to work out. And that's that's a horrible excuse to say like I think that's very common. Like, oh I'm so busy, I got so many things to do, blah blah blah. I totally understand. I say that to myself too. Um I had work, school, and then I just basically pushed fitness aside. But I always tried to do it. So the way I had to do this was wake up at 5 a.m. to work out three times, three to four times a week and just keeping it steady and having a healthy diet. But you just have to focus on the end goal. So for example, um, waking up at 5 a.m. was insane for me. <laughs> it was so hard. So what I would do was I would, I would do like small, small things to get me up. So like one thing that Jason did tell me was to move my cell phone because it, my cell phone's my alarm. Um, put it as far away from your bed as possible. <laughs> so I would, I would put it like, I don't know, a corner of the room. So when my alarm goes off, I have to actually get up, get up and get to the, um, my cell phone just to turn it off. I have like this really hard problem of snoozing. So I would snooze so fast uh, at the very beginning. I would snooze and just dive into my bed, back to my bed and do another 10 minutes of sleep. But that's bad. <laughs> I, but uh, I actually got used to it. So I, I've been waking up consistently for a good year up at 5 a.m. just to get ready for work now and then working out. That's one. Oh, what do you, what have you been doing, Seth? With, with- <laughs> yeah. So Jason, he's our... Uh- official friend of the pod who we want yeah. to have dial in oh, eventually yeah. Yeah, but yeah he, he's a maniac i think he works or wakes up at four thirty, and dude he's a robot yeah so another tip he had was because i've heard of that uh put it under or put it across the room put your yeah yeah another one he had that i hadn't heard before is 
cover your phone with your workout clothes. <laughs> so, oh, you know, that's so yeah. Good. So I was like, okay, this guy's got <laughs> <laughs> this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so clever. <laughs> uh, so okay, yeah. With the fitness thing, this does remind me of tiny habits, and we've we've have we've talked about tiny habits and how um, it's it's a little different from small habits and like building that routine. But with fitness, it could be with tiny habits. The like canonical example is floss one tooth. And of course, you're going to floss the rest, right? <laughs> like, but in your head, it's like, oh, one tooth, I can do that. Another one I read was um, just show up to the gym. Just go to the gym. And if you, as long as you get there, you could leave. And I tried this once in my life, but it's kind of too big of a lie to yourself. Oh. Like, I know if I'm going to go to the gym, then I'm there to work out. Right. So. Sometimes that didn't work as well, but if it's something you, so you have to think kind of smaller. So the tiny habit could be do 10 pushups when you wake up and, you know, just get the blood flowing. So, you know what other people have been doing? Um, I think, uh, to get them up, waking up, uh, they do that whole cold shower thing. I, I did that. I tried that dude and I could only last for like, 30 seconds man and i'm out of i'm like i can't take this anymore i need to heat this up <laughs> i just i just took one this morning did you yeah so how was it i like it i don't know what it really does because uh it reminds me of so <laughs> when uh dave Chappelle talks about he has a joke about uh whether he likes Coke or Pepsi more because he's been in both Coke and Pepsi commercials. <laughs> yeah, and he says, when, you know, when Pepsi pays me, it tastes better, right? So <laughs> people say a cold shower will wake you up, but then you'll also read that it will also be good for going to sleep. And I do them both. And it's just like, in the morning, it wakes me up. <laughs> and then at night, at night, it makes me fall asleep. So I I do take one in the morning and at night. So it does seem to. It's just pl- probably like placebo effect or something. Got it. Got it. It's just that whole the whole uh, psych your mind up. Yeah. You know. Um. All right. Okay. Cool. That's good, man. Um. The second one is relationships. Now we're not talking about like oh, like a uh, your partner or someone that you care about. I mean, it's it's people you care about for sure. It is important. So um. Yes, it's very important. Now, I I have a hard time keeping in contact with my friends and family, cousins and all that. It's really hard. I mean, um, I still have a problem to this day, but I did set it up where I would text once in a while, at least once a month with my friends and family. And over the course, like, you know, since I've been, uh, over the course of a couple of years, I've been starting with text and then eventually calling them now again back to jason what he's been doing with me is that he he's been calling me every thursday after work and just saying what's up and you know there are times that i could talk to him but most of the time he calls me at three thirty, where i'm still at work <laughs> trying to I'm, I'm busy and i can't answer him but i know he's keeping up with uh talking to me which is great this is that's a great relationship is to have someone contact you to see how you're doing that's huge 
Right. And I have, I moved to San Diego and then I moved to New York and most of my friends were in Washington and then, and in San Diego. And I learned how important it is to, yeah, just have that like constant contact with people. And I've, I've done a bad job, like frankly, in the last year, maybe even two years. And this is almost like one of those negative things. I, or, um, it's just now I'm aware of it or I've, I've been aware of it and it's, it's a little, <laughs> this is where, <laughs> so there's the Aziz and, um, Bill Simmons pot. He was on the Bill Simmons podcast and he broke down crying. <laughs> if what? I go I too far that. with this, <laughs> then yeah, no, I mean, um, there are people I used to like text every day and like oh, friends yeah, that I used yeah, to keep yeah. in touch with and you know, and I haven't, and it's, it's hard to try to build that back up. And that right. is just a slight edge thing. And it, it really is it's just like, it used to be like text every day and you, it just adds up to, um, that's how you can keep the friendship. And then if you don't pay attention to it, then it becomes like every third day and once a week. And then right. soon enough, you, you just aren't as close to people anymore. Yeah. So that's totally true. Yeah. So it just kind of crumbles. Yeah. Cool. And All right. yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that we have this weekly chat and that's kind of Dude, one of that's yeah, so good. It's one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's one of the reasons that we decided to do this is we were inspired. There's a podcast called Trav and Los and they talk about one of the reasons they started a podcast was to have a regular time to chat with each other. And yep. that's what we're doing. And it's been right. Episode four, four weeks in, and we are still as fun. <laughs> yeah, dude, maybe it's not. Still as fun. <laughs> it's still as fun, at least. <laughs> <coughs> you know what's funny? Um, I, you know what's crazy? We didn't explain <laughs> active recall. Uh, <laughs> we. You want to explain that really quick, Seth? Just yeah, really why we quick. Changed it? Yeah, jeez, so sorry. <laughs> and we should go over. Um, so. Just we always talk about Patrick's podcast. Yeah, yeah. So he has a podcast, and he had Cal Newport on as a guest. And Cal Newport writes about um, careers and deep work now. But he used to write when he was a grad student. I think he wrote books about studying and good study habits. So in his book, How to Be a Straight A Student, he says that Active Recall is the best way to study it's the most effective way and on the podcast he says basically like throw out every other thing and active recall is the one thing that you need to focus on like when you think of 80 20 that is almost a 90 10 or 95 5 like all you do all you should be doing is active recall so you don't want to reread the chapter four times if you're not doing act you want to try to summarize the points on your own and that is kind of the, not theme, but the, um, I'm trying to do active recall right now. Anyway, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. that's what we're trying to do with the podcast. Right, is... right. So um, the the way I learned this, Seth did mention this, the whole active recall. I did hear this on Pat Flynn's thing. And it, it's funny because I had, when I heard this, this was basically two weeks before my first midterm. And I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to try this out. I'm just going to, um, I'm definitely going to pay attention to the professor. Don't get me wrong. But when it came to homework and study, uh, it made me think 10 times harder. And it, you know, first couple of days I was like, I'm so over this. But in fact, every, every day when I was doing homework or, um, studying for the midterm, I was actually remembering some of the stuff my professor would say. And because of that, I murdered that midterm. I could not believe it. I was so excited. I, I had to tell Seth. I was like, dude, I, I just killed this. <laughs> I just killed this midterm because of active recall. And, and the way, the reason, you know, I feel like that we do active recall every day. And one of the best ways is to actively recall these books. And that's why we, we are bringing these books in and trying to remember as much as we can. In fact, most of the stuff, it was so powerful and impactful to me because um, it it meant a lot to me to make, make me a better person all around. Anyways, <clears throat> excellent. Good sidetrack, dude. <laughs> uh, let's go back to... And you uh, are what was a great the third person. one? Oh yeah! Oh, thanks, dude. Oh my god! So- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have, I have the realness hangover from the yeah. last. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. So we have a career. The third one is career. So, um, when it comes to career, it's just let's say you know, um, I have a lot of coworkers that they go in first day of the job and they already hate it, but. I always try to tell them or try to motivate them that, you know, it's not just hating the job immediately. It's about how you should get better at the job before you hate it. Already. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, should, you can't hate it now. You got to wait. You got to earn yeah, it. Yeah. You, you got to earn hating it. <laughs> so the thing is, um, it's with funny. Me, well, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Wally has a hoodie on and he looks like the emperor. So he, like, <laughs> you, got, you have Sorry. to earn your hate and be driven by it. <laughs> by the fear. But uh, yeah, yeah. So oh, I, I always have a positive outlook on my job. I know I get, um, you know, it's a roller coaster, of course. It's with everyone. But I believe getting better at your job slowly is going to make you a better worker and a better person and then it also helps you in the long run with you know, your boss your boss is the less problems you give to your boss the more easier it is to um, stay away from a problem so like the way we keep our thing is just if you stay under the radar if you stay away from problems and just do like the right work boss is not going to call you and say hey What's going on? That's as long as you're doing well. That's it. Um, but to do that, you just got to be earning that respect. So you got to get better at your job, whatever it is. You go to work on time every day. That was the hardest thing for me. But um, with my business, it's um, it's about learning something new, and I I try to do that once a week. And it's it's not it's not always about um, tricks on, you know, my editing program. It's not anything about that. It's like right now, this week, I'm, I'm actually learning about the business aspect of my job or my business. And in fact, it's, it's like financial stuff. You know, it's, it's all stuff that I 
have no idea about. So even though it's videography, it's a different aspect. And with that, it's on Seth. What do you do for your career? Right, so... I'll just talk about writing, so... Okay. And blogging. And last year, I tried to do this project where I would write every day and post something every day, and I tried to do it for 100 days. And it was really clear how how much you could write in just like 10 minutes. Not that it's of quality, but just doing that small habit every day of writing, trying to write for 10 minutes every day, it adds up and then it just builds that consistency. Yeah, it's just, it was more about rather than practicing writing, it was really practicing sitting down and doing something like just practicing consistency almost. Mm-hmm. And it's been very useful. And now, a year later, I'm able to sit down and work on something, whether that is trying to write a blog post or trying to draw or plan out these podcasts. And speaking of the podcast, so something that I was doing every day for probably... I, <laughs> actually, it, this this is another reason we're calling it Active Recall is... Yeah. After I, I used to try to write every day, and I just kept writing every day, even if I wasn't posting it. But after I listened to that episode with Cal Newport and Pat Flynn, they talk about yeah how important it is to do active recall. And I was like, okay, how can I do this every day? I, I'm not in school. What what use is this to me? But I read a lot. I, I read a lot of books or like listen to them and listen to podcasts. And you want to apply the things that you're learning and. I thought, okay, well, I'll try to apply this active recall thing and I'll just try to talk it out. And, you know, I don't have someone to present to every day and teach these things to every day. So I just started bringing the like Apple ear pods and I would just record voice notes to myself, which. So good. So good. And it's a funny thing. It would, I would look like a maniac if I was just talking to myself walking around. But as long as I had, <laughs> as long as I was recording, then it was okay. And then that led to me wanting to do something longer and record that. And I sent these short private podcasts to some friends, then realized, why not make it public? Why not do it with a friend? Mm-hmm. Welcome to Active Recall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome, dude. Okay, good, man. So you... You worked your heart, your way up with writing consistently every day. Well, you did the hundred, hundred blogs in a hundred, hundred days. Is that yeah? Okay. Was that a goal that you wanted to do, or something that you just wanted to do, like a bucket list? Like, hey, I'm just going to do this. It was a goal. It was just, I don't know. I, I forget why I picked a hundred days. Other than you know, that's a nice number. Yeah. But I listened to Chase Jarvis and Tim Ferriss, and uh-huh. they talked about. Just it was some episode about it was kind of just a small part of the episode, but Tim Ferriss always talks about two crappy pages and writing two crappy pages a day should be the goal. And then I thought, oh, okay, I could let me try that. Yeah. And then I thought, you know, hundred days is a good. It's like a quarter of the year, not really. Um, a little over a quarter of the year. So I thought this could be a good goal, and you know, <laughs> a nice gimmick, hundred and a hundred things like that. Yeah. So oh, okay, excellent. Okay. 
Now, uh, I just wanted to add one more thing, and it wasn't like relationships or whatever, or fitness, but it had to do with school. And this was a, a little thing I'd kind of done, and we talked about this probably, what, first episode? Um, it's about affirmations, but in the book, it's called auto-suggesting. <laughs> now, um, the thing was, I had to, I wanted to graduate. That was my end goal. This is a this is the craziest thing. Uh, I wanted to pass college. That's all. And um, I had to go to work every day. And it's cool that um, this is like a subconscious thing. But every day I go to work, I pass my college. And I tell myself every day that when I see that college, I'm going to get a bachelor's degree. Or, you know, I'm going to I'm going to kill this place. <laughs> Not literally, that's horrible, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying like, uh, I'm going to do so good. Okay, or I'm going to do really well. <laughs> but it's the power of regularly and consistently telling and retelling yourself what your goals are. It's just, if I see it, I affirm it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to pass college. I am going to graduate. I'm going to do well. And I just see that every day when I go to work. That's, it, that was one of the things. Like how Seth said, is retelling and uh, consistently doing what you have to do. That's uh, that was it. That was the uh, yeah the general. I, I and it works. It the thing about affirmations, they work. Yeah, <laughs> um, it really works. <clears throat> so that's like another tip out of the slight yeah. edge. So um, <laughs> it's <did> you, <laughs> because things like. It's almost like a joke or it's, it's joked about often is like the secret and you know, um, what is the word? Uh, I forget what the phrase is. I forget now. Um, when things will come to you, let me see. Hold on. I'm just going to look it up. Bad radio time. Uh, Reese, uh, <laughs> <laughs> law of attraction. So, oh, okay. <laughs> and like positive thinking. So I guess something powerful to think about is what have you, and it's always a good interview question is like, what have you changed your mind about? Because when you change your mind about something, it's hard to change someone's mind about anything. Right. And to change at all. Yeah. It's like, I didn't really believe in affirmations. It probably, if you asked me four years ago, it'd be like, oh yeah, hard work, you know, (laughs) something like that. Follow your passion, hard work, but, um, which are important, but. Yeah, affirmations. I started really thinking about them and actually, you know, doing the actually saying my affirmations out loud and writing them down every day after reading Scott Adams' book, which is. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I sent you that book, right? Yeah. You Um, sent me that with this, the slide edit. You sent me a bunch of books, man, over the course of two years. Wow, that's so powerful. What is that book called? That one is. Um, How to be. Oh, it's like how, how to fail at almost yeah, everything and go. still win big. Yep. So he's the creator of Dilbert. But anyway, so he was a big skeptic about affirmations. And he, but then he says, but they work. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and it's one of those things where you almost have more credibility. You find it more credible hearing something from someone that was a skeptic that changed their mind about it. Right. Okay. Crazy. Okay, Just, cool. 
Did you want to do that? Um, no, nah, uh, we'll skip. We'll <laughs> skip that. We'll skip this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Well, yeah. I was gonna say if the listeners, you know, if you guys want to try something, and it's very general, uh, it's to be a goal is out of being out of the slight edges to be polite to everyone daily. It it don't have to be like every single person that you meet. Someone you know makes you angry. <laughs> of course, you can't really be that polite to them, but um. It's just, if you could be polite for a day, out of the people you see, out of their, maybe someone in line uh, at a grocery store, and they say hello, or whatever, or you just smile to them, that's, that's just a very broad way of being polite, just being nice. That's, if you could do that for one day, try day two, and d- try day three. Like, the thing is, it's, I think of, um... The like the fighting games that me and Sus played, and there's like these like ten hit combos or or a hit streak or some sort of uh you know we kill like uh like Counter Strike for example. Me, Jason, and Sus try to get like more kills than deaths. So yeah, I always try to set it up so uh you keep having that streak constantly. And if it, it's okay, if you can do it three times out of the week. That's you know three out of seven. That's good. It's. I'm just saying. Out of those times, I I like to keep a streak. It would be nice if you were polite to ten people in a row. Then right. a small parachute drops down with a kit and some <laughs> reward. You're like, hey, <laughs> excellent. All right. Um. Okay. Cool. Let's just rec- recap. Um. So those three things again. It's it's the habits. It's the disciplines. It's it's basically achieving a goal. Uh, that's these are like it's your way of thinking. It's the simple discipline and it's the type of habit. These are huge. And all uh, I'm going to say, if you make s- small dis- disciplines that you create on your own, just from there on, build on it. And it has to be tiny, small ones. That's why we keep going back. Like it's the tiniest things that will make you very happy and successful in the long term. Right. And something that I enjoyed from the book is the idea that whether you believe it or not, it's it has an effect on you. <laughs> like yeah. it's happening right now. Whatever your small decisions, if they're good or bad, they they're gonna add up whether and it's probably better to be aware of them and yep. try to shift them to make them better. So good, man. All right. Um, do we have a, a book for next week, dude? I guess we haven't really... We don't have a schedule yet uh, for books. No, no, we don't, man. But it looks like we update every Saturday. <laughs> right. Uh, um, I'm saying, if you want, we could do... We have Obstacles of the Way. We yeah. have that, that Dilbert book. We have... Um, we also have, I do have a bunch of Malcolm Gladwell books that I found that were pretty interesting. Dude, his podcast is coming back, Revisionist History. Uh, it's so sick. Uh, oh, yeah. What other books is there? Like quite a few books. Um, yeah, we, we got a lot, man. Creative Confidence. Creative Confidence, right, right. right. Did you finish that? Uh, no, I didn't. Like, honestly, when you sent me the book of Barking Up the Wrong Tree, I didn't read any of that. I was just like, I'm going to read Barking Up the Wrong Tree instead. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so actually, uh, um, I'm getting more in depth of barking up the wrong tree right now than it is. If you want, I could, I could definitely start on creative confidence this week. Yeah. So yeah, we tried to set up. Um, Let's set do. Up. Oh, god. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Go. Uh, we could do obstacle is the way. Okay. There's so many good things out of that book that yeah. it's, it's really hard to remember everything out of that, but obstacle is the way. Um, yeah, actually, I heard this on, uh, The Art of Man, or I mean, The Art of Manliness. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> okay, so we are going to talk about The Obstacle is the Way, and it's, we're, you know, it's gonna be basically about how difficult situations is the right way to go to a solution. Um, well, that's it, just an overview. But anyways, um, yeah, I think that's a good one. I think you could end that way. Uh, where can we find you, Sus? I, I changed the Twitter handle. It's now Active Recall. All one, all one word. And all one world. Word. That's so good. And what about you? So you can find me at WalterAmedia.com. And I guess I'll be following uh, Active Recall from now on. <laughs> So you guys can find us on Twitter, uh, Active Recall, and find Sess there, and find me on uh, in my all my work on Walter A Media. Sweet. Uh, I think that's it, dude. I guess we that's it. Yeah. Yeah, we killed it. All right, dude. Uh, wait, we didn't cut yet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we and... killed the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, and cut, cut. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs>